Hi, this is Donna from Bruce Funds, and when I'm not helping people get tickets to a Springsteen show, I'm listening to the great podcast, Set Lusting Bruce. Welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and joining me today is a very special Bruce Bud, my friend Paula. Hey, Paula, how you doing? Good, Jesse. How are you? I am great. Uh, we talked a little bit before um, we hit record that um i had uh, you know i'm i'm kind of doing okay with my uh the you know as my um treatment goes so i'm doing okay so uh you know i'm hanging in there good so, good yeah. glad glad to, glad to hear that that's wonderful news yeah and so well paula why don't we start out tell everyone a little bit about yourself well i'm um 50 let me see, 56, Isn't I keep that... going up in dec decades, I always say like 49 or 39 <laughs> with three years experience, now I'm in the 49th decade with, you know, seven years experience, so I'm 56, I've been you know, a Bruce I, I'm, tramp I'm... since 13 years old. Oh, that's awesome, you know, Paula, what I love is, um, you know, when you're a child, you know how old you are immediately, you know, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm six, I'm this many, you know, or I'm 12. And then as you get an adult, it's kind of, okay, let me think again, you know? Right, right. right. I constantly walk around going, where did I leave my glasses? You oh, know, but I, yes, I know, know the words to the Bruce Springsteen songs, you know, it's obviously favorite ones and so absolutely. forth. So, so, um, so you've been a f fan since the third, since you were 13, but, um, right, we're going to go back to that minute. Um, mm -hmm. so, uh, you live in Florida, correct? Correct. Originally from New England and moved down to Florida to help my mom out and had a chance to move out to Colorado and then had to move back down here to be near a medical facility. But um, you, we live in hot, humid Florida now. <laughs> yeah. Um, how was, uh, as we're recording this, it's September 20th. So you just... Um, 
experienced Hurricane Irma, correct? Correct. Um, how did you do? We did fairly well considering. Um, we are both medically disabled, so it was recommended, you know, we get to safety, even though the original forecast was to hit the East Coast. So we yeah. tried to get up to my brothers on the West Coast with an alternate route instead of the main Route 75. Mm-hmm. And we ran into no gas, so with half a tank of gas, we had to turn around and come back to St. Pete. Oh, that's scary. So we lived in a rental home, and uh, we decided, my husband decided to call the command information center, and it was highly recommended that people that have medical disabilities go to a pet-friendly shelter because our dog is a an emotional support dog. Right. And there are three pet-friendly shelters, and we went to one. This was on a Thursday. We traveled on Tuesday up to my brother's. A 200-mile trip took eight and a half hours. So we yes. got home and rested and then, you know, repacked on Wednesday and got to the shelter Thursday and, uh, you know, made, made it home, managed to get through. And uh, surreal, we got home on uh, September 11th. I'll never forget the date, obvi- for obvious reasons. Yes. But, you know, we survived and uh, the actual date in history. Wow. And um, so have not lost too much material and... Um, no, no, we uh, we were fortunate. You know, we we, we each stayed with another, one another, but we also helped out. We called it the good. medical ward, and, you know, we had people in the room that had disabilities with the, their dogs, and, you know, we watched out for everybody, and, you know, one of us was always helping somebody else, and, you know, that was it about that what it is all about, you know, just... It truly it, is, Paula. It, it it takes more energy to be bitter and cynical and mean than just to be kind and giving and, you know, be the best you can and grow from what you go through. And that's that's my feeling, the same as my husband, you know. Yeah. He's had a long history as well of illness, so. You know, Paula, one of the things that I'm always... I take it as a compliment, but I'm 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 always confused. Is, you know, in by the way, you have been a wonderful person online supporting me through my health journey. Uh, oh, very you. kind and very loving and and very supportive. But you know, I I get a lot of you're so brave, Jesse, or you're so positive. And and I just and and I just I'm like I'm just being me. I don't know any other way to do this. Right, you're not given a choice. So what can you do? Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah. So choose the better road and just yeah. You know, be nice. You know, it's not anyone's fault. It's not the nurse's fault or the doctor's fault. Right. It's just. I'm always amazed. I used to work at an oncology clinic down here mm-hmm. when we first moved down. And oddly enough, I go to that same clinic now as a wow. patient for IV iron treatments. And um, always with my Bruce Springsteen T-shirt, of course. And yes. uh, they, um, they're they under a new name, but um, 
we just always pitched in and, and helped out, you know, if people were short staffed or were kind with patients and, you know, it, it made a difference. It just, it's just the way human beings should be, you know? Uh, so, so you mentioned, that, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Paula. I bet that's why, um, you know, we chose to, to help other people out. And I will say in that room, there were a lot of nice people and some, you know, you could sense the stress. I mean, we were all yeah. stressed out, but then, you know, you, you, you go through it together and you, you grow from it and that's it, you know, and now we're just taking it day by day, trying to get things done around here and, yeah. you know, do the best we can. So, and of course I listen to Bruce on my iPod every night Absolutely. or, you know, or Jake or Niels or whomever. Yeah. And, you know, I either survive through a whole CD or fall asleep in one song, depends yeah. on how tired <laughs> exactly. I am. Um, yeah, I, I did want to, we're going to talk about your musical upbringing and your Springsteen story, but I did want to share one story. It made me funny. It made me laugh when you mentioned you always wear a Springsteen t-shirt. So um, when I got out of the hospital um, after my uh, surgery and um, they released me, um, you know, a friend of mine named Mike came over and says, I've got a present for you. And I said, oh, okay. And, and Linda had said that Linda's my wife's name. And as all the audience knows, but, um, he was, she's like, oh, you're really, you want to get this present. I'm like, what could it be? And so, you know, Mike brought over a gift bag and I opened it up and it was, uh, Bruce Springsteen high tops. Um, they were canvas, uh, high top sneakers that has a picture of bruce on them both sides and oh it's, cool I, I think i know exactly yeah. which ones you mean yeah and it, and it was absolutely beautiful and i was like oh this is great and right. um you know and he was like i don't know if they'll fit and they did fit and cool. so linda said are you aren't gonna wear them are you and i said <laughs> well she goes they're too beautiful and, and i said i tell you what i'm gonna do I'm going to wear them anytime I go to a Bruce show and I'm going to wear them during chemo. Mm -hmm. And Linda's like, well, that's a good idea. So I did, I wear them. I had wore them every day and, um, with the chemo. And, um, so once, and what made me think of this is, um, they had me come in for an iron infusion from work. And I always had the same two chemo nurses and she said, um, I've never seen you in regular shoes because I was I came straight from work and I had dress shoes on. I said, I right. guess you haven't. How funny. So, uh, yeah, that's I love the fact that you wear a Bruce shirt. And, and that's right. Just perfect. Right. If, if I go back to the hospital just to say hey to the nurses, you know, we're trying to get our dog used to the environment. She's a stray we rescued off the streets mm -hmm. uh, last year. And they, I don't, I'm not wearing a Bruce Springsteen T-shirt. They they ask me, what's wrong? Where's your Bruce Springsteen T-shirt? How funny. <laughs> so they know me. They know uh, I'm a huge fan. So, yeah. so um, Paula, you know, you, you mentioned you're originally from New England. Um, what, you know, growing up, how was... Uh, what you know? What kind of music did your family listen to? Did they listen to a lot of music? 
They did, actually. It came from a family, you know, mom and dad, two sisters and a brother. And, you know, I was the baby. And I always say, not my fault I was born last, you know. Uh-huh. But anyhow, um, I remember my parents playing music on the, the old, you know, console TV uh, slash record uh, tables and they would play uh, folk music, classical, show tunes, you, you name it, you know. And um, I just, I love to hear the music, but then my parents also had to play a piano. So every weekend they would have parties at the house and pump the piano rolls and our aunts and uncles and cousins, we'd have sing-alongs and that type of thing. And so music was just a big part of our lives. Oh, that's so, awesome. Right. So that's something I came to really enjoy. And of course, getting sick at a young age, the music, especially Bruce Springsteen, helped draw me away from the pain some, besides obviously the pain medication into the characters and stories, you know, mm-hmm. of the music itself. So that's so, how I became a fan. You know, you, you just talked about, um, you know, pain medication and such. And my wife, before we got on here, she she was watching a Dr. Phil episode, and she came in, and she goes, look, I know I don't usually talk about Dr. Phil, but I've got to share this story. I'm like, okay, what story do you want to share? She was this lady who was a, um, uh, an addict would, um, was actually her 90-something grandfather was going through bone cancer, and she took his pain pills and substitute, you know, an over-the-counter, like, Gas-X or something. Oh, and, my goodness. And she's like, can you imagine that? I'm like, no, because, you know, I, I've been lucky. I haven't had to have too many pain pills um, mm-hmm. since I've been out of the hospital, but I do have my anti-nausea pills that I have to move, you know, pretty you know, I have to use fairly often, so... Right, yeah, right. Not good. Um, yeah, yeah, I hear you. I have have anti-nausea medication. I had to fight with insurance company because I'm allergic to two of the others, and they yeah. told me, you know, one's only good for people with chemo. I'm like, well, they don't understand that you're allergic to the other two, you know? Right. So they're expecting people not to fight for what should be your right to have coverage, you know? Mm -hmm. So at any rate, um, that's, that's just unbelievable. Like I said, when we were in the shelter, we saw the kindness in humanity, the human spirit, the, the givingness of people and the depravity of some people as well. Absolutely. So one of the things I like to explore when we have someone on the, podcast is the sibling dynamic um Mm -hmm. you know you just mentioned you were the baby so right um did your older siblings influence the kind of music you listened to or were you a rebel um i would say my sister that was my closest age she's five years older than me because um my older sister, she got married when I was 11, so I was an aunt when I was 13. Okay. And then, then my brother was eight, 
years older than me, so he was married and out of the house before I moved out of the house and, um, you know, got married and moved out. And then my sister Patricia uh, was my next sibling, five years older. Mm -hmm. She was out of the house, but we had closer tastes in music, you know, classic rock and roll and so forth. Okay. Of course, come high school, that's what I got drawn into the classic rock and roll and, you know, the Who, you, you know, Led Zeppelin, you name it. But I also listened to a lot of local club music, Southside Johnny, Gary U.S. Bonds, uh, Stevie Smith and the Naked, you okay. know, anything with the, the saxophone or, or horn sections I absolutely loved. So and I think that's what drew me to Bruce Springsteen when I heard that that first album, Greetings, well, Just perfect the, timing. I wanted to ask that. What, what, what do you remember the first time you heard Bruce, or what made you get drawn to him? His first album came out, and I don't know when or where I was when I heard it, but it was from Greetings. It, it was either Blinded by the Light, or I, I believe it was Growing Up. Okay. And just listening to the words from Growing Up. You know, for him to be at such a young age and come up with that diversity of, of characters in the, the song, it just it blew me away. Okay. You know, and whenever um, I had, of that age where you probably remember eight tracks. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> I, I uh, wore out all of my eight tracks that, you know, obviously as he put out new albums, you know, or eight tracks, I would buy every single one. I would work at a McDonald's, the next door was a mall, and I'd go in every week or every two weeks when I got paid and go to a music store and buy Bruce's music, you know? Oh, how funny. I know, I know. Not in retrospect, I probably should have saved a little more money, but what can you do, you know? <laughs> hey, you got to feed your obsession, right? Right, right. Yeah. My father always said, you never see a bank behind a hearse, you know? Right. Not to be, more, not to be morbid, but in no. other words, enjoy, enjoy life. Yeah, I hear you. That's, that's great. Did, yeah. um, so what do you, why do you think it, it spoke to you so much? Just I I love the way he writes his songs and, and the fact that he creates the characters and you know tells these stories in a way you can easily understand and the fact that you know that the, there's a chorus and the stanza and you know it rhymes and you can sing along you can just for someone that is chronically ill you can just put on say at the time I had a Sony Walkman and just along with pain medication I had to take just kind of listen to it and lose myself in the music and and concentrate on the stories he was telling and I, th I think that's why it helped me so much through so many things you know and obviously I'm sure you've heard from other people you know this song spoke to me when you know this happened to me or you know we we separated or we broke up or what have you. And a quick side note, my husband and I have been married for 27 years, together 28 and a half years that we call it of medical bliss. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, um, 
and he's a good sport. He he will do anything for me, Bruce Springsteen related, but obviously only if we have the money, you know, because yeah. we're both on disability. You know, we're, yeah. we're not gonna, going to uh, break the bank, so right. to speak. Not, and we're wise about our decisions, but I'm happy just to, you know, put on a CD and I, I'm a low maintenance girl, you know, and sit here and listen to music or read a book or whatever. And I'm good. Oh, very nice. Um, yeah. So I always want to preface this. Uh, I am a firm believer that the amount of times you see Bruce perform live is not a fair barometer of your fandom. But I always like mm -hmm. to ask, how many times have you seen him perform live? I think it's about eight times. Okay. And and twice my husband has sent me like with other friends. Yes. And you know he's like that's how. You know he he much of a I shouldn't say non fan but I'm the Bruce nut in the house. Yes. You know what I mean. <laughs> he, well, he grew up his father yeah. died young so he became a Rory Gallagher fan, and uh, that was his his taste in music and we've grown to like different music of the same taste together, you know? So sure. Absolutely. He, he came across wrecking ball. We went on the wrecking ball tour and saw him in Denver, Colorado, which is a, a story coming up here soon. But, um, mm -hmm. he really likes that, uh, uh, CD, that album, you know, with the Irish undertones. So that is so, ironic because you know linda is not a big um bruce fan um, i mean she mm -hmm. she she respects him but she's just not obsessed the way i am but right. um she loves wrecking ball that might be her favorite bruce springsteen cd she just wow um, she loves rocking uh, rocky ground um, yeah. you know, um, Jack of all trades, um, mm -hmm. you know, so yeah, this is American land. So she, this is one of her favorite albums. So that's kind of funny. Your husband thinks the same, uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. So you mentioned that, uh, Colorado was a story. Uh, you want to share it? Sure. We, um, we went to see him, my sister lives out there we rented from her um you know while living out there and she was kind enough to procure um for tickets to go to see him it was around my birthday and my birthday is in march so the, it was an april concert of i want to say 2012 yeah that sounds about right right so i took a friend I work with who happens to have lupus and, you know, a few other diseases and had never seen him live along with her husband. My poor husband that day was really, really sick, 102 fever, vomiting the works. Like, he probably should have gone to the ER, but he toughened it up and he, he went to the concert with us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he, he kind of sat there and, of course, I'm, I'm singing like crazy, jumping up and down. And the poor guy's sitting there with a, you know, really bad headache, not feeling great, but he's making it the best of it, being a good sport. And, 
you know, I took care of him the next few days, and I'll never forget that one. And one other one I can think of, when we lived in Rhode Island, prior to, we lived in Rhode Island, Florida, then Colorado, okay? So when we lived in Rhode Island, we saw him on an acoustic tour at a small venue, similar, I equate it with Broadway, but real smaller venue, Providence Performing Arts Center. And it was an acoustic tour, just his guitar. And we got tickets. And back then it was cheaper, okay? So I went, my, swore to my husband, I promise I'll go to the ER the next morning. What happened, I had my right ear pierced for the second time. And it got infected, and I had been taking antibiotics. But because of my disease, my body wasn't absorbing it right. So sure enough, we go. He liked it. He gets a kick out of how much I enjoy the concerts really more than seeing Bruce Springsteen, except for the wrecking ball. Even though he was sick, he loved it. But he gets a kick out of me. So he, he made me promise. And sure enough, I went to the ER the next morning. I ended up in the hospital with a month on IV antibiotics and pain oh, no. medication to... Uh, heal the cellulitis that was running down my neck <laughs> into my yeah. arm and so forth. I can laugh about it now. And even at the time, you know, I was laughing about it. You know, of course, wearing my Bruce Springsteen T-shirts. Absolutely. You know? So, um, you know, my family was all worried. And it's like, this is what we do. We joke around. We have to We have to do Absolutely. things and enjoy life. And those are two pivotal concerts that I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one other quick one, if I can share it with you. Oh, no, uh, please. I was still at home with my mother. Uh, it was 1980. It was the very first concert I saw. And uh, my mother and father went away for a weekend. So, of course, I had a party at my house and some friends and of so course. forth. And a, a guy I was dating... Um, he and I had tickets, which were $6.50 at the time. Imagine that, right? Wow, yeah. Yeah, So, and that was a time, too, where you could go down the same week and get a ticket. So he ended up going with somebody else. He met at the party, and I'm like, oh, the heck with this. I'm going anyways. So I got, went and got a ticket later the next day or something and sat behind stage next to two really cool other teenagers. They were 18, I was 17. They bought me like a a beer or two and ended up with a T-shirt, the baseball style T-shirt with Clarence and Bruce on the front. Yeah. And Jake, Jake signed it when I saw him in Denver for um, his uncle, the big man, Clarence Clemens. Wow. So I, I have that hanging on the wall, and that's like one of my, my favorite items. Oh, yeah, I absolutely. So, oh, that's yeah. a great story. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know who I'll leave it to. We don't have any kids, but, you know, I'll uh, instruct, you know, my nephew what to do, you know. Right. And for, for certain few items I've gotten from people, even from you know, Ozland and mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. had a, a picture, you know, blown up five by seven of me meeting Jake 
Yeah. And uh, I had it autographed and mailed to me. When, like, how cool How cool is that? Yeah, when you know? did you meet Jake? Um, in April of 2014, we went to this total dive bar yes. in Denver. We paid 10 bucks, and there were four bands. And when I say a total dive, I mean, like, you know, it was really dark and yeah. just like... You know that type of place. So, and it was standing only. But you know, we we uh, asked for some chairs and told them we were disabled, and they were fine with that. We sat right. in folding chairs, like we uh, we were within three feet of the stage, and met with them after out front where the bar was, and um, yeah, had a picture taken. My husband took a picture with the phone, and this this cool girl I know in Ozland, Aussie land, you know her as uh, Stampy, right. probably. She took uh, that picture, had it blown up into a 5 by 7 and had Jake sign it when he tore it over there and mailed it back to me. Wow. I was totally, blo- totally blown away. Oh, you know? that's that's so cool. That's that's a great story, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just the kindness of... of Tramps, I call them, and it, you know, Bruce Buds uh, throughout the world, really, you know, just unbelievable, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, it, Paula, I, I just wanted to know, you know, I, I have my personal songs that mean a lot to me that I, I play to cheer me up, to help me feel, you know, empowered, to. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a whole F cancer playlist that I use, I listen to each time I got my chemo. So how about you? Do you have songs that mean a lot to you or other members oh, of your most, family? Well, the members of my family, they, they don't have a clue. Like, they're, like, in their own little world as far as Bruce is concerned, you know. They don't, they don't listen to Bruce, you know. But anyhow... Um, I listen to Badlands most definitely. Okay. Because that that line in there, you know, that says it ain't no sin to be glad you're alive. Yes. It's so true. Having gone through what you go through. Right. And you want to spit in the face of the Badlands and just keep fighting is what that song means to me. And, you know, keep on going. And, you know, uh, I had a pendant made of that and I have a T-shirt. And it's just one of my favorite songs. And then there are times where, uh, from the Wrecking Ball, the Land of Hopes and Dreams and Rocky Ground, you know, I yeah. listen to. Um, it just really, um, really kind of hits home. Like, you know, as I grow older, you know, and it, it, I, not to get into all the details of illness, yeah. but you know, I, I may need a new liver. You know, it, it, it's reality you know so and then you know when you're bummed out i i turn to janie don't you lose heart and you know it's cathartic you get it out and then you pick up and move on you know but badlands is my favorite born to run 10th avenue freeze out all the all the classics are just incredible yeah you know it's it's really cool just to listen to them all and every night i start my my ipod with badlands and Someone says to me, how can you listen to Badlands Live and end up falling asleep, you know, if it's, say, if it's, you know, 
tenth down the list or something. I said, I don't know. I just I'm used to listening to his music. It soothes me. So yeah, that's awesome. That's that's so great. Um, yeah, yeah. I I have shared this before, and I know you've heard it, but um, Better Days, Land of Hope and Dreams were songs. You know, I listened to on a constant basis, both during. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was unemployed and when I was building, you know, uh, trying to stay positive. Right. Um, and, you know, because I, I believe these are better days. I believe that we are on a journey and, mm-hmm. you know, good or bad, it is the journey we're on. And so you should embrace it and find the joy in what you see, you know, during that journey. Right. So, yes. Right. Most definitely. Yeah. I, I, I love that song. You know, I have, have, uh, those two particular albums, Human Touch and Lucky Town, he wasn't with the E Street Band. And a few songs on there that I really enjoy, uh, Man's Job, Better Days, Human right. Touch, you know, that type thing. Um, but, um, you're absolutely right. It's a journey and, you know, you, you don't know what's going to happen, especially, yeah. you know, my husband and I, we're of the same th- nature with you and your wife, most li- likely, yeah. you know, you don't want to know what's going to happen the next day. So you just pick up and do yeah. what you can each day and enjoy, make the best of it, you know? Yeah. So one of the reasons I, I wanted to have you on the show, not only because I wanted to sh- you to share your story, but I want you to talk a little bit about... um you know, you've created a, um, I guess a, a unique Facebook page among Bruce Springsteen fandom. So why don't mm-hmm. you share a little bit about the page and kind of the origin, why you decided to do it and just a little background. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, it was actually another person that you have done a, a podcast with, uh, Karen Lang. Yes. And myself. And um, we made another person that she recommended an administrator, but she and I talked a lot about wouldn't it be cool to have a group for sick people to just kind of go to is kind of a safety area where they can talk about anything if they want, share it, share their illness, know they're not alone out there, you know, or they don't have to share. That's fine with me. You know, I, I post on there to entertain, share stories, you know, uh, what have you, and get get my sources from obviously all different pages, Pinterest, you know, pictures and so forth, and and just to create some positivity for people to know they're not alone in whatever it is they're going through, because we noticed, you know, through different groups just kind of scrolling through Facebook that there were a lot of tramps out there that were going through tough times, you know, whether it were financially or I'm having surgery on my knee or my disease is back or what have you. So that's why we decided to create this group. And um, for me, as I said, it's a coping mechanism and, you know, sort of helped me to know that, not that I want accolades for it, but to know that, you know, I can put stuff out there and people are benefiting from it, you know? Well, yeah. We're that type of people where my husband and I have always volunteered 
whether it's MS, his father died young when he was 11 from MS, or Heart Association, or, you know, rescue dog place, or what have you. We always love to volunteer and, and so forth. And, you know, what little we have, which unfortunately we do try to apply for state assistance, but we make a couple of hundred too, too much, and it, it's a shame, but you know what? We have more than other people do, so we, we are fine. We make do. You know, we're cool yeah. with that. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I love, and this is one of the great things about Bruce fans, and, you know, I'm, I'm biased, being a Bruce, I do a Bruce podcast, obviously. Um, but it appears that a significant uh, group of fandom have had through, you know, have used Bruce's music to help them get through so many tough times. Oh, most definitely. And. Most- Definitely. You know, I and, would agree and, with that a hundred percent. And I, um, and, and don't get me wrong. You know, I love the beach boys and I'm a big Brian Wilson fan and I like Brad Paisley and I mm-hmm. listen to, you know, Bobby Darren and, you know, the Eagles and, and oh, the yeah. Beatles and all these other things. But there's something about hearing, um, American land or, you know, this is your sword or badlands or thunder road that just that they bring a sense of love and peace to me. Mm -hmm. I envision, you know, the crowd, as I hear the song, I envision the crowd at a concert singing along, just having a great time, you know, even just to escape their life of reality Mm -hmm. for a day, you know, that's yeah. that's what I feel when I get to a concert. And, yeah, you know I'm able yeah. to get to a concert, which we were scheduled to go see him in Sunrise. Four days before, we had tickets to see Niels here in St. Petersburg, but he canceled for obvious reasons to join Bruce in the band. Yeah, and my my husband almost had to go to the ER, so we paid it forward, you know, yeah. gave tickets to somebody else. And I will mention another Bruce Bud, you yeah. know, was kind enough to buy a ticket and I raised money by having a yard sale. And, you know, it's a, like we, we all pitch in together, it seems, you know, and it's just a great thing, I think, for people to do. And I think if more people were like that, the world would be a better place. Yeah. You know, most definitely. I, I totally agree. This is um, one of the really cool things, right? Is that um, when you know, when I told the story earlier, when I was in the hospital and I'd gotten some bad news, and I just wanted to hide under the covers, and uh, right. you know, I put in my music and I listened to. Um, Bruce's songs and and they they wrapped me like a warm blanket, right? And and you're like, okay, you know, it, it's gonna be okay. I'm gonna be, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get through this. And um, exactly. 
And, and I do love that um, your page is a safe place um, mm-hmm. where he can, we can share with each other what we're going on and post, you know, songs that make us smile. Um, right. And, yeah. and I, I will mention, as with any group, you know, lots of the same people like or, or you know, love or what have you or share or don't share and that's cool that's fine with me Mm -hmm. i just want people to know that they're not alone you know there are other people out there and and we're here if you you want to share you just want to take a look and listen to the music and know you're not alone you know Mm -hmm. so that's why we created the group yeah Matter of fact, someone just posted uh, before you messaged me that you were available earlier that they have the same disease I do, and mm-hmm. have they had ex- anyone had experience with a certain drug? And I said, that's so weird. I was just about to post my story again. You know, you can private message me anytime, you know. So I, I, I sort of share my story, not like every day, but, you know, yeah. every couple of yeah. months for new members and just to let them know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm honest, here you go, and this is why I love Bruce. It helped yeah. me through hard times, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and, and my husband is, is funny. He's like, if we ever met him, I would just love to sit down and just, talk to him because he grew up his his dad had a mess and was blind in a wheelchair and the way he grew up he didn't have a normal dad so his dad told him stories so my husband's the talker in the family which is kind of cool mm-hmm. and he, he, he says to me i know you're not listening i just have to get this out <laughs> so if you ever plan to play trivial pursuit you want my husband on your, uh-huh. your team <laughs> that's for sure but, uh, yeah, he's a good guy, he, you know, take, goes to Bruce Springsteen concerts with me. And, you know, again, if, only if we have the money and, yeah. you know, so forth. So otherwise we just, you know, I get a kick out of listening to YouTube and live vicariously through other people, you know, Bruce yes. Buds and Tramps. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so true. I, I appreciate it. So, um one last thing before I let you go. Um, okay. Are there songs that you, the next time you get to hear them live, are there songs that you've been wanting to hear that you haven't, that you've never heard live or you've only heard a few times? I have never heard him play. Um, I believe it's off the, either one of the tracks CDs, When You Need Me, I'll Be There. Mm-hmm. Or um, the E Street Shuffle. Oh, okay. I've never heard the E Street Shuffle live. I'm like, come on, you know. <laughs> well, you yeah, know, um, it, it was pretty cool when I was in Denver yeah. uh, on his working on a dream tour before I had to fly down to Florida to have surgery. Um, well, 85 pounds of me at the moment. Um, a 13 year old girl knew all the words to Bishop Dan. Oh, wow. You probably have seen me post it on a page, maybe not. But uh, he chose her sign, and he's like, all right, we haven't played this in over 30 years. It's older than you. Let's hope we don't mess mess it up, you know. And sure enough, he 
he played the song and the crowd was singing along and the little girl was in tears and I, I was just so moved by that. Oh, you yeah. Know? Made her day and that's a, a memory she'll have the rest of her life. Oh, you know? absolutely. You know, I, I've shared this before, Paula, but I saw him my first seven times. He had never played Thunder Road, you know, mm-hmm. and I like I and then um, the you know, in the next eight shows, he's played it every time. So, you know, I, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm always happy to get Thunder Road, but yes, there are other things. So uh, any other songs you would love to hear? Oh man, the, the, there's just so many, uh, mm-hmm. a man's job, um, light of day. I'd love to hear again. Uh, you know, I know it, it's a Joan Jett song. Yeah. Um, Blinded by the Light, again, yeah. it was written for Patti Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? There's, there's just so many, to, so many to name, you know. There but, is, uh, it is. The the songs from Ties That Bind, or the, mm-hmm. the River album. Um, yeah. Ramrod, Sherry Darling, you know, they're just kind of fun songs, or I'm a rocker, you know, just upbeat songs to get you up and dancing or, you know, singing along and just having fun, you know. So anyhow, we we, we take turns when we take a road trip. Well, actually, I shouldn't say road trip, but that's code for us for ER visit. Okay, the way. Road, okay, good. Road, road trip. <laughs> but... Uh, Whenever we're in the car and we drive away, you know, we take turns playing each other's music. And, you know, I've gotten into my husband's music and he's getting a little more into Bruce Springsteen, but obviously nice. not the nut that I am, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Well, nice. Um, so, um, thank you so much. Uh, this was a blast. Um, I wishing you the best from recovering from the hurricane and the best in your health journey. Um, we'll Thank promise you so much. we'll be there for each other. Any final thoughts you want to share with the audience? Just, I would, I would say, you know, just be there for one another and enjoy Bruce's music. And, you know, I can't explain, I don't even have to explain to Bruce Buds or Tramps what Bruce's music does for us, but, you know, if we're there for one another as Bruce Buds and Tramps, be there for other people as well. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, because there, there are people worse off, there are people better off, but, you know, you can always strive to be a better person. Yeah. And that's how I try and live, you know. And um, even though, you know, we're disabled, we don't get out much. And so I fell and broke my rib earlier this year in the mm-hmm. tile floor in the house. And someone wrote on Facebook, did you bust your rib partying at a club? I said, <laughs> my, my car knows the way to the grocery store, the supermarket, the pharmacy, and the doctors in the hospital, you know, like... <laughs> What are you going to do, you know? So, anyhow, we make the best of things, and that's what I would send out a message to me. We'll make the best of your life, because you only have one life to live. Absolutely. You know, and these are better days, and we do take care of our own. Um, Paula, I I wish you Godspeed and continued, um, you know, uh, 
I hope that people are taking care of you and you are taking care of yourself and your husband. Um, you know, you are loved by many, including me. Um, you know, we're all part of the Bruce family. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for sharing your story and please take care of yourself. Thank you so much. And you do the same, Jesse. You're an inspiration as I've told people I met at a shelter we had to go to who weren't even Bruce Buds, obviously. I didn't even get into that, but um, I uh, got inspired by many other people who were in the, we called it the medical room, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was inspired by them as well. And, you know, it's just, uh, my, I'm blown away by the human spirit, how kind they can be, you know? And Absolutely. That's what, that's what I really enjoy. And, uh, I would put that out there to people and, you know, I got exposed to a lot more than the kindness of people, unfortunately, but, um, you know, overall we got through it and I'm thankful and, you know, I'm, I'm blessed. So I appreciate you having me on the show and I, wow. I wish you well as well. It sounds great. Uh, listeners, if you want to be part of the discussion, send me an email at, um, you can reach me by Twitter uh, at setlustingbruce. My Gmail mm-hmm. address Bruce is setlustingbruce at gmail.com. My personal mm-hmm. Twitter is at Jesse Jackson DFW. Uh, if they want to reach you, Paula, uh, the Facebook page is the best way? That is the best way. Or um, let's see, I also have an Instagram account. Um, I'm GSD Girl, G R R L. I'm also on Twitter. Uh, is uh, believe my Paula P A W L A G S D. All right, but uh, they can find me on there as well. All right, sounds and uh, obviously, obviously the Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band Tramps chronically ill with high hopes and quotation marks. Absolutely. All right, uh, listeners, take care. Have a good night, and we'll talk to you soon. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, 
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Points.